Welcome to AFSPA Talks, a production of the American Foreign Service Protective Association with Chief Operating Officer Kyle Longton. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast channel. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of AFSPA Talks. I'm Kyle Longton, and alongside me is... Hannah Wolfart. And we're actually here together in a makeshift studio for the first time. For the first time ever, yeah. It's we have a little camera set up. We're in the boardroom. Got a microphone between us, and, and I'm seeing you in person instead of over the Zoom screen. That's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. What a refreshing feeling. What's that? Refreshing feeling. It is refreshing. Yeah, the power of vaccines, right? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well... And, and we're talking today about wellness, and I know that, that the vaccines have contributed to my mental wellness as well as my physical wellness, I think. But what is it that you think of when you, you hear the term wellness, Hannah? Well, I think of both mental and physical wellness, um, and those two tied into each other. As our tagline would state, mental wellness leads to better physical health. And I think that rings true in every which way you could twist it. Um, you know, maintaining physical wellness does lead to better mental wellness and vice versa. I think um, mental wellness, if you have a stronger mental wellness, then you're able to have better physical health because you're prioritizing those important things. Absolutely. Do you, do you find that in your own life? Are there certain things that you do to to maintain physical and mental wellness? Definitely. Physically wise, um, I go on runs, I lift weights, go on long walks. Um, I like bike riding and mentally, I talk to a therapist um, almost weekly, so that helps maintain, you know, the yeah. other side of things. That's great, and and I know from my, my part, I've had a relationship with the, the same therapist for almost five years now, um, and with others going back in, to when I was about six years old, and it's always been an important part of sort of keeping myself centered and, and keeping myself um, moving forward, and, and I've added to that a bit more in the last year that the physical aspect um Probably not as as much as you're doing, but I, I make sure that I'm getting the walks in, occasionally a, a jog. Um, I also really like taking some time to just work in, in the yard or in, in the garden. Um, you, you see the results of what you do there immediately, and it's also time that I have to myself that's, that, that even with the, the noise of the lawnmower or something, it's still quiet and it's, it's peaceful, uh, which is always welcome to, to give me some time to reflect. Definitely. And uh, physically wise, I really miss, I used to be a big uh, going to fit, going to workout classes. Yeah. So I was really into spin class and now that's, it's hard because that's kind of been taken away. So you definitely do more than I do. <laughs> and, and well, to be fair, you have a whole family yeah. to take care of. Yeah. Wait, let me be clear. You've always done more than I've done. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of ways, but it sounds like you, and, and maybe soon you'll be able to take advantage of some of those opportunities again. Yeah, we're so. working towards that. Absolutely. Um, and we're also talking about, you know, wellness writ large. And so we have a, a marquee guest, if you will, um, who's been a longtime advocate for wellness and a longtime leader in the federal space in terms of designing wellness programs. I'll give you a, one guess as to who it is. It's got to be our CEO. It is. It's Paula Jacob. Um, she's our CEO and the executive vice president of AFSPA. Um, she's been with the company for over 30 years, but she has um, a experience going back almost four decades in insurance, back to um, just after she completed her education at Creighton University in Omaha, Nebraska, her hometown. Um, and she went to work for a Mutual Omaha, um, eventually coming over to uh, AFSPA. And um, she's been our CEO for over a decade now. She leads us in strategic ways um, for the Foreign Service Benefit Plan, our other insurance programs, as well as some of our professional uh, programs and partnerships. 
She's also the executive director of our charity, the Senior Living Foundation, which provides assistance and guidance to retired foreign service personnel and their spouses. So she brings a lot of uh, experience to our podcast today, but also a great passion for wellness. And so we're going to spend some time talking to her about that. We're going to see if we can stump her at all on some questions about the program she designed. Um, but in the meantime, I hope you will join me uh, in welcoming Paula um, to Ask the Talks. Paula, welcome. Hello. Thanks very much for having me. So we went through your bio earlier, but I want to emphasize two things. And one is that you are a registered health underwriter, which um, is something that required a, a lot of study up front and continuing education. And the other is that you're a recognized subject matter expert um, by the Foreign Service Institute, and you're also on the faculty there. That makes you the, the perfect person uh, beyond everything else to talk to us about some of the things we're going to touch on. Thank you. You also have a long history with the Foreign Service Benefit Plan. It goes back how long? I started with the Foreign Service Benefit Plan actually in 1985 when I came from Omaha, Nebraska to Washington, D.C. to handle the claims operation here. And then I moved to strictly Foreign Service Benefit Plan and AFSPA in 1988. So we kind of grew up together because I started when I was 12. I also grew up with that because you started before I was born. So that is that is great. Um, a long history. And um, but let, let's dive in because your experience actually stretches back to when health insurance was focused mainly, if not solely, on paying for when people got sick. And also at that time, the FSBP brochure was 16 half pages rather than the 136 full pages that it is now in 2021. Is that right? That is correct. It was much simpler to pay a claim back then. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, and and a lot of things have evolved since then, not just not just the simplicity and now complexity, perhaps, of paying claims um, and the benefits, but also moving from just paying for when somebody's sick to trying to promote health and wellness. So I did some research to prepare for today, and I went back and looked at the, the first year that FSBP offered an incentive to members for a wellness program. Um, it was in 2010, and it was for participation in either a diabetic education and training program or a nutritional counseling benefit. Um, so we were able to do that. We were also able to offer people gift cards until 2016, and then we got shut down on that front. Um, but our, our commitment to wellness stretches back more than a decade. So what does wellness mean? What, what do we mean when we use that term? Well, for the Foreign Service Benefit Plan, wellness means we really want to be a true partner in the in the member's health journey. And that means different things to different members. Our goal is to providing the tools for that member to get to whatever their healthy state means to them. Um, we have always designed our benefits and programs to, to support individual needs while well, always keeping in mind that we have a very unique and special membership, and we really need to look at how they use healthcare. For example, let me get, just let me give you an example. We are one of the only plans, if not the only plan, that provides benefits for massage therapy. One of our uh, most popular benefits, for yeah, sure. Well, how did that come along, uh, uh, about? Well, how it came about was as we traveled throughout the world to visit our members because we can't possibly know what our members' needs are or what they're thinking 
unless we're out there talking to them, right? Right. So as we went to all the different countries, whether it's um, the countries in Asia or the countries in, in Europe, we found more and more members who were actually using massage therapists as a treatment. And it is a normal mode of treatment in most countries overseas. So when I took this back, I thought, boy, this would be really good to really help our members avoid maybe any other higher cost treatment. And it was in a very accepted mode of treatment overseas. Mm -hmm. Thus, we have the massage therapy benefit in our health plan to again, meet members where they are and provide them what they need to stay healthy. All right. Excellent. And, and what are the, some of the other ways that we want to encourage members to, to stay healthy? Where should they start? Well, I, I think what they, they really should start is, of course, getting um, that annual screening and the annual the risk assessment, which is simply a questionnaire, all right, and the annual physical, the biometric screening, and really look at what, what where their, their health is. Um, there's a lot of different conditions out there that we can help with. And it, for, for many members, it just might mean empowering them to achieve their health goals. Maybe it is losing a little weight, getting more exercise, um, sleeping longer than four or five hours a night. And, and those are goals that members set that we can help them with. It really means what works for that individual member. All right. So we want somebody to, to sleep better. We want them to exercise more. That doesn't mean necessarily that you and I are going to call them at nine o'clock to remind them to get ready for bed or at 5 a.m. to get up and, and go for the run. <laughs> well, I, I'm not running at five o'clock in the morning and I'm not calling any member at five o'clock in the morning. Um, but I'm talking about what that extra push is, those incentives, or you could use the word bribe, potato, potato, whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that the word bribe comes closer sometimes and, and may, may catch more people's attention. Um, and we mentioned before that the last time that bribe came in the form of a gift card was 2016. We had to change since then. <laughs> um, and, and so now it comes in the form of a, a wellness incentive account. Um, and but let's talk about how members can earn those incentives before we get into the the nuts and bolts of of how to spend them. Um, how can a member get started? Well, yes that that was um, that was a, a fun time with the gift cards back then. Everybody loved them. Um, OPM and the IRS not so much, but everybody else loved them. So yeah, we had a change of it. So how how do we get started? So we have a program. We call it the simple steps to living well together. And the first step is easy. You just, you can take what we call a health risk assessment, which is like I said, simply a questionnaire. It can either be online through the Aetna Secure website, and you can get to that through ASPA's website. Or if you don't want to do it digitally, you can do it by a phone and you simply call a number 855-406-5122. Now this questionnaire takes about 20 minutes. Mm. You're going to be asked about your routine. How much do you how much sleep do you get? 
Do you exercise? How much do you exercise? What is the form of your exercise? Just so that we can get to know you and your routine. And then they'll also ask you your vital stats from, may, from maybe your last physical. What was your um, blood pressure reading, your cholesterol readings, things like that. And, and I found in filling out one of those myself, if you don't have those numbers handy, that's okay. Um, you can get those in, in another step that we'll talk about. But um, this also sounds like a lot of the types of questions that you might answer when you go see your provider for a routine physical. Um, so absolutely, and 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 that's exactly when I took my HRA, I took I provided those answers because I had the lab tests results at my disposal with Excellent. from the my physical from the provider. Yeah. Um, so yes, it is a lot of questions that your doctor would ask. So if you've already had your physical, you already know those, the, the answers, because one would assume that your doctor has walked you through that. Absolutely. And you probably have those lab results with you. Well, so what do we do with that information? What happens with that information once you've completed the HRA? So this is really important information, and I want to make it very clear. The only people who see that information is us and our coaching team. It is not shared with anybody. It certainly is not shared with the employer. And that's and that's kind of a concern that we get sometimes is, well, who gets this information? So I want to assure members that the information stays with us and exclusively with us. And the only way we use that is to help that individual member. Okay. All right. And, and you said it goes, we share it with the coaching team um, as well as if, if we're doing it online, I know that there's some algorithms involved and so forth, but um, what does it do? Um, does it help us identify health goals, um, programs that might help? What are we doing with that? So what we do with it is that we look at it, we, we analyze it, and it really does identify those health goals that then we can talk to the member and match them up with the programs that we offer. And we offer so many programs. And a lot of people ask, why do you have so many programs? Well, we have so many different programs because not one size fits all, right? So the individual member can find that program that is going to serve them best and get the best outcome for them. I mean, what's going to work best for them? Absolutely. And what works well for everybody is the incentive. Well, absolutely. I mean, for right. I mean, who who wouldn't want that $75 incentive for completing that? Right. In in 20 minutes. That's fantastic. Um, What what's the next step? What's what's one of the other steps in the simple steps program? So the, the next step step is simply doing things that you are likely already doing. Getting your physical, getting that biometric screening, which is all those lab tests. The screening includes your cholesterol, triglycerides, blood pressure, weight circumference, not my favorite. Um, but typically it's, it's, the, it's identified in that physical. And we've made it very easy to get that biometric screening. We have a relationship with Quest Diagnostics and a member can go to a Quest patient service center. If they don't have a service center close by or if they're overseas, they can still print that quest form because it's coded specifically for them and have the provider 
fill out the form and send it. And we really need that specific form so we can identify that claims information as part of that simple steps process. Right. Because that's how we're able to credit the incentive for this step. And what is the reward here? Well, the reward is $100 an extra $100 for passing the for doing the physical and passing the three out of the five biometric screens. And that is what I said, the cholesterol, the blood pressure, things like that. Now, a lot some of us can't pass that right away. And that's okay, because it, it doesn't end. There's those programs that I talked about, that if you complete one of those programs, specifically for that condition, that might be a challenge for you, then you can earn that incentive. So there are lots of ways and there's frankly lots of support that you have at your fingertips with us to again, get you to that healthy point. Absolutely. And I think that that maybe goes to another question beyond the reward, um, the, the $100 and so forth. What's the importance of getting an annual physical and and having that biometric screening? Well, of course, the importance of an annual physical is to really make sure that you have that that relationship with your primary care physician. It is vitally important, but it's also an opportunity for your provider to identify not just your challenges like lowering your A1C if you have diabetes or lowering your blood pressure readings if you have hypertension, but it's also an opportunity for that provider to identify and celebrate your health achievements throughout the year. And it is so very important to have that relationship with your primary care physician, because really nobody knows the inner workings of what's going on in your body than your doctor. Absolutely. We never want to take that away or replace that. Absolutely. And you and I have talked on on several occasions about the importance of these relationships with a provider in our own lives. And, you know, um, last year, I, I, it had been a few years for me since I'd had an annual physical, um, wasn't feeling well, went and had one and turned out I had diabetes, had never had, uh, you know, any signals before. So for anybody listening, schedule your physical today, keep that relationship going, keep an eye on those numbers and and make sure that you've got an advocate in your corner in the form of that primary care provider. I also want to mention, Paula, that in our program, we offer incentives for doing what we all should be doing that you you mentioned before, but it goes beyond just having the physical and the biometric screening. It's the flu shot, having a mammogram, getting a pap smear, working toward eliminating tobacco use, and also getting timely prenatal care for members who are expecting. And these all fit into that overriding goal of, of getting healthy and staying healthy. So even if you don't have one of these specific conditions, we want to offer support. And you've been clear, Paula, with me in recent weeks that our wellness programs are not just those that offer incentive to members. We've got a a whole host of programs out there that people can take advantage. Can you touch a little bit on some of those other programs that are available, those that may offer incentives and those that don't? So, yes, absolutely. Let me explain. The Living Well Together program is the incentive program. It is meant to encourage or bribe, whatever verb you want to use, a member to look at where they are and where they want to go in their health journey. You can actually think of it as a tool or a vehicle. All right. This is how it's a vehicle driven by the individual to meet that individual needs. 
the road that you take to get to where you want to be, those are the programs. So when, you know, for example, you've touched upon Kyle, um, the mental and behavioral wellness programs that we, we've had in previous episodes, right? For example, my strength enabled to. I know that Bill Gills touched on this in the last podcast or in, in a previous podcast. That program, Able To, is one of my favorites. And the reason is it really deals with just life, life's changes, help, helping the member coach or cope with something that is maybe traumatic, maybe not traumatic, but is bothering them. For example, um, they may all of a sudden be put in a position of being a caregiver. Well, how do they do that? And there's stress that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. am, I, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? How do I deal with my issues while caring for my loved one? Or it could be just as simple as a military move. When, when one of our, our members is PCSing from maybe the States to Germany as for maybe a, a, a teacher or somebody like that, that's stressful in and of itself, right? So this program really does help that person through that. So that, that's a road that you can take. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we also have, the, I talked about the, the HRAs via the telephone, but we also have coaching programs. Sometimes you just need that, that um, partner to get you over that hump. Or maybe you just, and so we have tons of different coaching programs that are available to members. We have wellness programs like the Mediterranean Wellness Program. I mean, they say that the Mediterranean wellness, the Mediterranean diet is one of the best diets out there, right? Well, what does that mean? So we have that program. And on the other side, we, we have a very special program for cancer patients. And this is a nutritional program through therapies. It's called therapies. When you have cancer, it's hard enough. And Things really go awry, especially your diet and what you can tolerate and your nu nutritional needs that may or may not be met. And this program is meant specifically to identify those needs and make sure that you are getting the nutritional support that you need. And then last but certainly not least is our in-touch care program. And this is a program that we provide for um, we have care managers, nurses available to support a member through a variety of conditions, joint surgeries, joint replacements, chronic conditions, um, explaining and, and again, being that partner with them. I used this program myself a few years back when I had surgery and I was feeling some complications. And I tell you, that nurse manager that helped me through those several weeks. It was a very difficult situation for, for me. I, I was going through a, a bad time physically. And I can honestly say, had it not been for that nurse ma manager, she, she might've saved my, my life during that time because the, the trust that we develop, that these nurse managers can develop in a very short time really enables the patient to listen. And I'm not a nurse, I'm not a doctor, but I needed that support. 
So I would encourage anybody of any one of our members who are going through a serious condition to call the, our in touch care program. Absolutely. And get that assistance. It's and it's available for our members, not just in the States, but also overseas, because they're here as experts to to assist you, support you, provide you education on conditions and so forth. So please, if you're facing a, a diagnosis, you're you're struggling with a, a recent complication, um, anything like that, give them a call. And I also want to mention, Paula, just before we wrap up, that we also offer a number of discount programs because we get questions about this regularly. Um, we've got discount programs for a number of different things. Can you can you just quickly touch on some of those? Sure. Uh, you know, we can help members access apps. I mean, apps are everywhere, right? There's there, there's an app for that. There's always an, an app for that. And um, we also have programs, equipment to focus on mindfulness, physical health, nutritional health. We have discount programs for um, for exercise equipment, things like, like that. What we found last year, of course, when COVID hit, I mean, nobody wanted to go to the gym, right? Nobody wants to go to the gym anyway, but this was <laughs> this is more, they were afraid to, to, to get out and, and they couldn't get, get out, but it still needed to work. We still needed that physical exercise. So these discount programs members really liked because they could get some of their exercise equipment delivered to their home at a discounted rate. Yeah. How great is that, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. And, and information on those programs, that's available in the Aetna Secure Member website under Stay Healthy. And you should see a link there for um, discounts. Paula, before we go, I've got a quick lightning round just to, to round some things out for members um, about how the program incentives work. So what is the maximum amount a member can earn? A member can earn up to $400 annually. And who is eligible to take advantage of the incentives? All covered members age 18 and older. Okay. Husband, and wife, adult child under age 20, 26 is still on the plan. Anybody like that. All right. And how can members access the monies that they've earned that are in this account? Sure. Well, the plan usually automatically issues payment from that incentive account for deductibles or coinsurance. And usually it goes right um, to the provider because it's usually assigned. But if that isn't the case, for example, when I get my massage, um, I will get the extra money if I have it left in, in my incentive account. I'll get a check for whatever it is, the extra $10 or $20 that was above my massage benefit, things like that. Or a member can actually submit it on a claim form, an incentive claim form for dental care, um, eyeglasses, things like, like that. That is all approved by the IRS. The medical expenses approved by the IRS. And there is information in our brochure that gives step-by-step at how to do that, to file a claim through the incentive program. Members who either have a PDF up or a paper copy. Absolutely. And and more more details on our website as well. So Paula, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a great conversation and a quick overview of the wellness program. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You're very welcome and to your health. 
Thanks again to Paula Jacob for joining us today. Um, As we mentioned, for full details about the FSBP Wellness Program, please check the 2021 brochure, visit our website at AFSPA.org, or contact the plan at 202-833-4910 or through the secure forms on our website. Information on the discount plans is available on the Aetna Secure member website. This has been AFSPA Talks, a production of the American Foreign Service Protective Association. All information offered in this podcast is meant to be educational. Should there be any discrepancy between information offered in this podcast and official plan documents for the Foreign Service Benefit Plan or the other products offered by AFSPA, the policy provisions will prevail. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe to AFSPA Talks to catch our next episode. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and share your feedback with us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. We'll talk next time.